Blog Talk Radio. Dolphins over chairs, homie, we ain't finished yet. Dolphins over chairs, Dolphins over chairs, Dolphins over chairs, homie, we ain't finished yet. Chad Henney, who I 
despise and wouldn't start them in my peewee league if, if I had one, uh, is gone. It's done in Miami. I will call out all Dolphins fans. I will bring it. Glenn Nagy, Patty Lane, call you out. You guys love Henning. You guys think he's the answer. The guy's not an Abercrombie and Fitch model. The guy's not a quarterback. The guy can barely take you to the mall like Gary LeClark would say. I'm listening. I'm calling out all these people because, you know what, I have so much anger right now, you know. Diehard Dolphins fan, diehard Red Sox fan. Got to fly to Kansas City to see Miami possibly be uh, stuck in it for luck. But uh, what I'm going to get into right now is Boston Red Sox talk. I, 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 being a diehard Red Sox fan and seeing what has happened to the team. Theo Epstein, gone. Terry Francona, gone. Possibly John Popovan, gone. Possibly David Ortiz, gone. The, the clubhouse, Josh Beckett, Clay Buckles, John Lester, John Lackey, eating chicken, watching video games, 360 video games. I mean, it is absolutely atrocious how an organization that was the best team that money could buy could come out and do this. I mean, guys, I mean, seriously. I mean, John Lackey, listen, buddy, you're not worth the $82 million. Josh Beckett, stop eating the chicken. You're just a drunk. You got a beer gut out of nowhere. Um, surprised that your may got married to a rocket science because your brains are as smart as Derek Lowe. Uh, Clay Buckle, never been a fan of you. Should have beat you up at the bar when I was there that last time. You're absolutely a joke. You probably were drinking instead of working out. Listen, guys, I will bring it. You know, if any Red Sox player is listening to my show, please call the show 714-694-4150. You guys were not ready. Um, you only know, players like Jacoby Ellsbury, Dusty Pedroia playing their heart out. Two good players that have stuck up for Terry Francona. Terry Francona and Theo Epstein had to take the blame. Anybody that wants to rip on Theo Epstein, I got one, two words for you guys. He's won two World Series, okay? You name me a GM in Boston Red Sox history that's won us a World Series. None of us saw a World Series in our lifetime until Theo Epstein, okay? So people, fans, everybody stop ripping on Theo, okay? Terry Francona, listen, I ripped on him, this and that, but he was going through marriage problems. I mean, he's, he's had painkillers. Listen, I've talked to his daughter before numerous times. He's not a bad guy. He's getting the scapegoat. Listen, he couldn't get his players to play, but the, the team should have stepped up. You know, the, the, the starting pitching. I mean, Dice K, John Lackey, Clay Buckles, just a bunch of idiots. What do they have to do to get that thing straightened out? They need to bring a good church group in there to step it up, like C.J. Wilson, Josh Hamilton, two guys that are sober, two guys that don't need a drink to have fun. Josh Beckett thinks it's funny. You know what? Send him to the send him to a team like uh, Houston Astros, where he's never going to win. You know, he doesn't have deserve to play in Boston. Clay Blackhawks doesn't deserve to be with a Playboy model. The guy looks like he's fucking Frankenstein. I mean, the team the team is the team has pissed me off. My blood pressure has like skyrocketed. I hear Gordon Ed's. I hear Peter Gammons. I hear everybody. John Crook, Nomar Garcia, talking about all this crazy stuff. What are the Red Sox do to improve it? What they do is they bring in Ben Sherry's. Okay, they get in a manager like David Martinez, Ryan Sandberg, that will come in and will change the, the relevant of this team. Okay, that's what they need to do. Okay, so that's a lot of Red Sox talk for right now. We are in the playoffs in baseball, and you know what? I'm really not a baseball fan at this point, but I would like to see the Brewers win. Tigers are up right now, I think it's two to nothing. Haven't really been following the series. So, okay, we're going to any callers want to talk Red Sox, we're going to talk hockey. The Bruins absolutely were atrocious right now. I mean, Tim Thomas and Gold looks good. Rask, good backup. Only losing one to zero to Colorado Avalanche. 
Um, but this is what I want to get into. I want to get into the Miami Dolphins dismantle. I know everybody out there is listening to me, 714-694-4150. All these guys that love Chad Henning, listen, call my show. You obviously can't call my show because you're too much of a pussy. I will bring it to you. I will make you cry. I will make you go out with a diaper on. That's just how I bring it, okay? Um, the Miami Dolphins are in a very big dismantle. We're in, the, we're in the situation, should we suck it for luck? Should we lose every game? Okay. Well, I'm a diehard Dolphins fan. Obsessed. Live and die Miami Dolphins. Going to Kansas City to see them play. Uh, well, I see my girl, too. But to see them play. So, I mean, I don't care if they're 0-6, 0-8, 0-9. This team needs to change. And the way they're going to change is simple. Okay? You start against the Jets. Listen, I'm a big campaign of sucker for luck. I love Andrew Luck. I idolize the guy. I will go to New York and see him in the draft if the Dolphins have a chance to get him. Okay, my first would be my first draft. You get a good interview with him. But I look at it like this. Matt Moore, you're playing for your life here, buddy. you got to come out and you got to perform. Simple as this. You beat the Jets. You take it one game at a time. you got the Broncos. you got the Giants. And you got the Chiefs. All winnable games, you know. And you know what? Who knows? Anything can happen in sports. The San Francisco Giants won the World Series. The Chicago Cubs might get the GM that brings them over the hump and breaks the cow's back. There's a sheep's back. So Dolphins, it's simple. You starve with Matt Moore. Chad Haney never was the answer. And if anybody thinks Chad Haney's the answer, please call my show at 714-694-4150. I will make you not want to call talk to me ever again. I don't care about your feelings with Chad Haney. The guy never won. He's not. He's a cocky guy. He says he's better than Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow has more heart than Chad Henning will ever have. Chad Henning's a good backup quarterback coming from many scouts, okay? So here comes the question, guys. Do we suck it for luck? No. First of all, I want to see us win. I was thinking about it, you know, this and that. How do we know Andrew Luck is going to be the answer? Everybody's calling him the best quarterback I am. Everybody has seen him. We don't know what he can do in the NFL. This is Matt Moore's team. Matt Moore needs to take the team over and be a leader. He needs to grab Brandon Marshall by the side and say you cannot drop passes. Daniel Thomas needs to step up and be the veteran because Reggie Bush, all he cares about is commercials and trying to hook up with Kim Kardashian. I mean, come on, Reggie Bush. What have you done for me lately? The Saints got rid of you because Darren Sproles is the answer. Mark Ingram is the answer. Stephen Ross, why did you not fire Tony Sperano when you had a chance? You could have had Jim Harbaugh, and you guys could have been 4-1. You know, you know it, it, it's just absolutely amazing how the uh, the team and are just not playing. They're playing not the winner. They're playing the suck for Andrew Luck. Um, but, guys, we're going to be right back after these messages. Um, we're going to take some callers, but this is just – I have so much energy in me today, and I'm just ready to fire off because, you know what, that's what we do. That's where we bring it, and that's why we're called Soul Kitchen Radio at 714-694-4150. I'm going to give a shout-out to Al Davis. Even though I'm not a diehard Raiders fan, I'm going to play I Am a Raider because this goes out to my boys Camacho. This goes out to my boys Matt. This goes out to all the Raider Nation. The Raider Nation treated me with a lot of respect. And you know what? I would love to see the Raiders win the Super Bowl. My Dolphins can't win. So we'll be back right after these messages. 714 again, 694 We will get into this mantle of the Red Sox. We're going to have Red Sox callers. We're going to have Dolphins callers. 
we're going to talk about a possible, um, just anything in your heart desires. This is a sports show, Karina, 714-694-4150. And this is Brian with Soul Kitchen Raider. We'll be back. I'm a Raider. Players, slick talkers, and collar poppers, narcotics and bust bottles, spit bulls in the rock bottles, niggas for so deep, old schools don't go deep, killers in OT, task folks in the police, mac off the foothill, East 14 to Brandy Park, Brookfield, Plymouth and Walnut Street, from the building seminary to the rolling 20, we ghetto celebrities like Big C and Little D, you see the East Bay Rackers, it's the home of the fashion, with niggas like tons of crack and fans catching on camera, stole you in the glamour, it's the home of show and hammer, buff all the smoke to Atlanta, niggas stole our grammar. That's my broker, that's my nephew, that's my weeple, that's my nizzle. Please believe me, go for cheesy, y'all the nizzle, do your pistol. When my niggas ride dope, free rentals, rock presidential. It's like crack, pack, pistols, every track I sizzle. I'm a Raider, Oakland Raider. From the Bay to LA to Las Vegas. Cause I'm a player, a war player. And if you with me, pop your collar, shake them later. I'm a Raider, Oakland Raider. Just like my niggas before me, but I was a thief without the open face, gold teeth, and in gold was some fine ass Oakland Raider, and too short was the first Oakland Raider on the set. Now, who man was a Raider when he was fucking with Jack, and the story X was a Raider when he was a water to stay, and Danger Zane was a Raider when he was calling hoes names, but I know, from the lake on Sundays to the 5-0, now we to East Mott with the side show, but it's fun, and I'm famous, but I ain't trying to die though, niggas be going out in the game, but not But I still wanna do it, cause it's a hundred percent I'm a Raider, Oakland Raider, from the Bay to LA to Los Angeles, cause I'm a player, a boss player, and if you make me pop your collar, shake the hater, I'm a Raider, Oakland Raider, from the Bay to LA to Los Angeles, cause I'm a Till infinity, some underground shit that just shook the fucking industry. And Humpty with his own ass, a raider in his own right. The whole D, you can't forget you amped on sight. Now, Mystic, she the only female raider I know. You the shit, baby girl, I'm just letting you know. And last but not least, Tupac Shakur, nigga, uh, rest in peace. I'm from the city of dope, the town of the crack. I'm from the city of pimps, the town of the Mac. East Oakland, he told Ebonic speech broken, keep joking. The loony's about to have the streets broken. Down south, y'all keep smoking. Hey, we got the killer growing eight. Heron and kilos for days. It's the city of the warriors, the home of the age. Where niggas get sideways, shoot out some highways. Nigga. East Oakland, bitch. I'm a Raider, Oakland Raider, from the Bay to LA to Los Angeles, cause I'm a player, a boss player, and if you make me pop your collar, shake the Raider, I'm a Raider, Oakland Raider, from the Bay to LA to Los Angeles, cause I'm a player, a
Rest in peace, Reverend Ron. Aunt Banks, Seagram, rest in peace, my nigga. Black Dynasty, Delinquents, Richie Rich, 415, MCN, The Coop, Point Blank, EA Ski, Steady Mobbing, all y'all niggas was Raiders. Raider motherfuckers. What? Damn, what about me? This is my Curry, baby. I'm not an open Raider, goddamn. I'm the first the on TV. First one did HBO. First one did Apollo. I think it qualified me in the Hall of Pimology as an open Raider. What? Uh, I'm the first one I've done. What? I'm an open Raider, baby. That's right, representing the town, east side Oakland. You know how we do it. East side oh, nigga, straight up take your hoe. Dollars all day long. You know how we do it in the town. Crystal, big dank, that's the way we roll. Old school, sitting on 20s. It don't make no difference. Floating, doing it all. Get a nigga from the east of my mall. We are back on Soul Kitchen Radio, and that was the Raider Nation, guys. The Raider Nation. They acquired Aaron Curry then. Former former first-round pick. Fourth drafted by Wake Forest. So let's see what he has. He has to uh, possibly do. Um, We're going to be back. We're going to take a call right now. Uh, My my main man, Barry. Barry, what's going on? You're on Soul Kitchen Radio with Brian. How are you doing? How are the Bruins doing tonight? They're brewing all right. They're doing all right. Thomas made a couple good saves from zero to zero into the first period here in Boston. Nice, 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 nice. Which score zero zero right now? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. That's uh, God. Hopefully the Bruins are gonna get it together. I, I see right now Texas just tied it up two two. Looks like it was a home run. Wow, Texas just took the lead. It's three to two right now. Texas just won the deposit. Will be one win away from going back to the World Series. The second time in a row, and this is what I want to get it back into. And, you know, I don't know if you heard my, you'll have to go listen to my speech and hear me go off um, for my intro when we came on the show. Um, you have to go back and listen at www.goldkeechradio.com about the Red Sox. Is this just going to be a movie? And uh, maybe I should be, maybe I should be the next COFC. Maybe I can start in Maybe my, you know, maybe this is what I want the Red Sox to be a movie because this is the biggest story to watch. Bigger people in New York are even feeling sorry for us. Uh, people in Florida are feeling sorry for us. Uh, I mean, you know, this is this is an absolute atrocious <laughs> It's Terry McConnell, the DOS, the John Lester, the Josh Beck, the John Black, Dustin Gloria taking control of the team. I mean, this is just, I mean, it's just, when's it going to stop? I mean, it's just like murder law or something, you know? I mean, Terry McConnell, as we know, won two World Series with the Red Sox. Name me a manager that has done that. No manager in Boston history has done that. We never thought in our lifetime that we would see the Red Sox win the World Series. So everybody, like myself, who has ripped on Terry Francona like an idiot, needs to step back and realize Terry's been through a lot. I mean, you know what? Is it his fault somewhat? A little, but these guys are playing 360. They're drinking eating fried chicken. Maybe they're getting up from Kentucky fried chicken at the Coral Square. Uh, you know, what is going on? John Lecter, a guy that battled with cancer. He should not exist in the future. I mean, this is a guy that's lucky to be with the Fox. should even be lucky to be on the Red Fox. Josh Beckett, a guy that was with the Florida Marlins, one of the worst fan organizations in the baseball now that they got the new stadium, should be lucky to be a Red Fox. John Lecter, come on, dude. He left California to come to Boston. Got a $82 million contract. Have a gorgeous wife and 
battling cancer. You should be there for her and be there for this team. And Clay Buckles, don't even get me started about Clay Buckles. The guy is a loser. I should have beat him up when I was at the place. He knocked down like a tool. I mean, is this just the biggest dismantle? I mean, you being a diehard Red Sox fan, me growing up, you know, pretty much Red Sox in my, in my blood, uh, I mean, is this just going to get worse and worse? I don't know what's going to go happen, man. There's a there's actually a Popeyes right across the street from Fenway, so I doubt they were eating some KFC. <laughs> um, well, maybe they're going to Porter Square. I mean, you got Josh Beckett, John Lester, and John Lester with so much money they could easily have uh, one of their chauffeurs or someone come and bring them good food. I mean, I'm sure they're drinking Natty Ice and probably doing shots like it was no tomorrow. Actually, maybe. actually, I hear I hear Lackey likes like his likes his uh, Canadian beer. Actually, he likes his Canadian beer. Wouldn't that be funny if, if Lackey's right now listening to our show? You never know, right? You never know. Black, Black, you're my show right now. I'm calling you out right now. You call me and you tell me what happened. I, you know, literally, Black, you know, because I will rip you apart. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you make $82 million. I'll rip on you about everything. Bro, you look like you just got off, uh, um, what is it called? Um, Corky from Nightmare, whatever that show is called. Well, off. that's what he looks like, yeah. I mean, you hear all the. I mean, you live in a box and you hear like trash out of his mind, and and uh, you know, uh, you know, basically has a gorgeous wife, loses his wife probably for who knows. I can't even get up to anybody in his life because uh, she has cancer. I mean, you should be there for her and try to get her through it. She, she dealt with. Well, I mean, the guy, the guy gave up on his wife. Why is no. he gonna? Why is he gonna stand up for his team? I mean, the guy well, divorces his wife when she's battling cancer. What? 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 What about that says that he's gonna be there for his teammates? I mean, the guy gives up on his wife when she's battling cancer. She's in the fight of her life to live, and the guy gives up on her and files for divorce. I mean, what, what's that say? What, what? What? What's he gonna do with his teammates? You know, go and get rough. He bails. That's that says a lot about his character to me. I mean, Blackie, Blackie's probably my least favorite person in, on the Red Sox right now. Yeah. It was J.D. Drew, but Lackey took Lackey supplanted him very well, quickly. You know, I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest. I, you know, I, you know, we got we got people telling me we're gonna crying about the uh, the Red Sox. I think we got this card. Is this Eric Raw? Is this Eric? Hello. Yes. Yes. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on? Hey, I'm not crying about the Red Sox. I'm just, I'm just in dismantles about this team. I have to see every. Uh, well, he was you left. Um, you know, <laughs> he got he got too scared. This guy's a chat hitting fan, but uh, you know, um, getting back to it, uh, you know, I'm not gonna focus on it a lot. But I, I just my blood pressure is so heated about how bad this organization. And we all know that Theo wanted out. So you agree, Theo? Really, this was all in the back of his mind. He was he doesn't want to be his boss. Are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Barry, don't you agree that uh, he doesn't want to be in Boston anymore? I don't. I don't think he does. I don't. No. I mean, I don't. He's. I know. I know that um, Theo has never liked him and him and um, um, Lucino have never got along. I mean, that's why he left the first time and snuck out in a gorilla suit. Is because of issues with Lucino. He's very loyal. He is very loyal to to John Henry. Yes, but. Lucino, I those two have had issues since since day one. So I don't know. I mean, he's as far as I can tell, he's he's Theo's 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 a Cub right now. Yeah, Theo's a Cub, and good for Theo. You know, Chicago deserves it. They deserve a World Series. Why not the Cubs? 
We want to. I mean, I want I want Theo to do well in the Cubs. I mean, I don't dislike Theo. I I think he made some bad deals on the Red Sox. I don't blame him for Crawford. I've said this before. I mean, Crawford. Everything pointed to Crawford was going to be good. Lackey, yeah. John uh, J D Drew, nah. Those were bad calls, but but everybody gives him crap for for Carl Crawford. But Carl Crawford is, you know, he I can't blame Theo for Crawford. I can't I can't do that. But Lackey and, and Drew were terrible calls. Dice K was a bad call. I mean, he's not he's not as great I think as as people give him the rep for. I mean, he's he's made a lot of bad calls. He's made some weird trades. I don't know. Listen, he's he's made he's made a lot of bad trades, and I. I a lot of people in Boston would have written him. He's one of the youngest GMs ever to get the job. He's a smart guy from Yale. He's got it all from books. To, to, to keep, you know, he's a quiet guy. You know, I, I know people that know Theo. I've heard Theo Boston. I've been in the market, and that's the reason why I went out to Boston. Um, I look at Boston for him and say, uh, you know what? You did well your hometown. You won two World Series. you got to go on in life. You know, none of us want to stay in the same place we want unless we're just just destined there where we just have to be here. In life, you have to move on to different challenges, you know. And that's, and that's part of the life. You always adjust. Why work corporate America? Why not work for yourself? You don't have to deal with the stress of poverty. And you know, not want to be not want to be stressed of very, you know. I don't think he's a big fan of John Henry. John Henry, bro, you're 75 years old. You're dating a woman my age, very age. Come on. Grow up, uh, John Henry. You know, yeah, yeah. you have money, this and that. But I don't think John Henry's a great owner. <clears throat> he never did. Neil brought us two World Series. He was known as that player from the world. You know, no more ripping on him. All these players, you know, um, you know, everybody's ripping on Neil. And Neil just, you know, everybody's just upset he left. If it was Ben Sherrington, we cry about this. No. Ben Sherrington's going to take the job and he's going to do just a great job. I'm reading like a David Martinez or Ryan Sandberg, possibly. Or a uh, some new name like the guy from Philly that you're possibly looking at. Have you heard who they like? He's a defecator. I mean, Tony Pena from um, I think he's the Yankees manager. GM, you not see it. Not the Yankees GM. The Yankees. It's just. You with me? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm I'm having a hard time hearing like some of what you're saying. Okay. Um. I said I'm having a hard time hearing what you're saying. You're kind of breaking up. Um, Can you hear me now? Okay. I heard I heard Ben Sherrington. I think Ben Sherrington will be the one. Ben Sherrington's actually worked for the Red Sox longer than Theo has. Uh, Dan Duquette actually hired him. Mm. Um, but he has been Theo's protege for all these years. So I don't see him doing anything too different than Theo. I mean, he learned how to be a GM from Theo. So, I mean, you're going to get a lot of the same, I think, with Sherrington. I think it's going to be a lot of the same thing. Um, I think if Theo does, when Theo's, I think Theo will hire Ryan Sandberg as his as his manager in Chicago. If he has any smarts whatsoever, it'll endear him to the fans of Chicago. It will, you know, it'll be good. The manager, um, can't think of his name now. Quaid, Quaid, Quaid Mike, Quaid, yeah. Mike Quaid. Um, he's he's terrible. He hasn't done anything for that that team. So. I think I I would be willing to, to place a bet that said that Ryan Sandberg will be the next manager of the Cubs, and once Theo gets there, he's going to make that happen. Because um, that makes Theo look good. That makes the Cubs look good. It gets the fans kind of excited again, um, and then they'll go from there. I like I like your I like your uh, thought process, Barry, because if you realize Theo tried to hire uh, Ryan Sandberg at Pawtucket, 
Um, he yeah. took the job down, and he took a job, I think, with the, he's a Phillies AAA manager. And Ryan mm-hmm. Sandberg, I, I hear, is just a great manager, great players guy. Just like Robin Ventura, wouldn't that be amazing if the Cubs and White Sox played? And we had two of the, two of the really good baseball players, Robin Ventura, third base, who I think is a great hire for Chicago. Why not give him a shot? And, uh, you know, Ryan Sandberg duking it out. You know, Cubs and White Sox World Series, that'd be great for baseball. Um, you know, because I also want to actually. Get- I want to see. I want to see. I want to see Theo come in, marching to Boston with with the Cubs in a World Series and yeah. uh, beat the Red Sox right in Fenway Park and uh, yeah. take take the game ball and stick it right to Henry. That's that's what I want to see. I I would Just like to because, see that. Because I mean, yeah. I mean, I've always kind of liked the Cubs and the Red Sox, you know, and and I think it would be fun. I think it would be fun. Yeah, it, I think, it would piss the city off, and it would be great because I like it when Boston's pissed off. It's a fun place. I do too, man. I do too. I mean, we go crazy in Boston. We we we, we kill people at bars. We, uh, you know, people get get, get shot by um, you know parades, Red Sox being so many Celtics and all that stuff when Boston wins. But um, you know, enough with the Red Sox talk. I love the Red Sox. Let's get a little. Let's get a little playoff baseball, and then we're going to football. Um, the playoffs right now. We got Texas up three to two. I don't know. I was I was pulling for the I was pulling for the Tigers, but I mean, if the Texas if the Rangers get in, the Rangers get in. I'll probably root for the Brewers if they make it, just because. Um, I don't like seeing the same teams in the World Series every year. I think I think baseball needs to do a better job with their playoff pyramid and and you know add a couple teams and and try to. I mean, it's. You know, it's it's kind of getting stale. I mean, the the ratings for the playoffs are way down for for stuff. They they need to step it up somehow. They they need to figure out a way to step it up and and make it a little more entertaining. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'll be honest with you, but the Red Sox not in it, the Cubs, the the Braves, the Marlins. I just not really into it. I mean, I watch it here and there. Uh, the Cardinals just took the lead too. Nothing on the Brewers. Cardinals might be for real, guys. Um, and if the Rangers are winning three to two, I just think it's the Rangers year. Uh, last year I was at the World Series in San Francisco and Texas, and just didn't feel like when I was at the World Series in Boston, St. Louis, or the World Series when the Yankees played the Braves when I was there. Um, it just has a different environment. I, you know, I don't know. Baseball's not what it used to be. Maybe we need the Cubs in the World Series. Maybe we need the Red Sox in the World Series to play each other. We need a team like the Cubs, which would probably draw so much interest. I mean, I would be in Chicago for that week. We'd take care of us. I would stay in Chicago. I'd be there for the World Series. I'd be there when the winners would be there. You know, I was crazy the fans when I went out to Boston and Red Sox won the World Series because I was there. I was at some bar off Brookline or Brighton Avenue. I don't remember. But, uh, you know, I, I want to be in Chicago when they went it all. in Boston when they won it all. It broke the coast. And I, I think Theo's going to get this team together. I think in the next two to three years, they're going to get in pitching. They're going to bring in some players. You know, they're going to bring in a player manager like Ryan Sandberg. They're going to do it, and they're going to break the curse. That's why Theo's come to Chicago to break the curse. Uh, baseball's great. We're going to get right into football right now, and that's really what I want to talk about. How about Al Davis? I mean, can you tell me that you watched that Texas team when Matt Schaub was trying to throw the ball? I knew Andre Johnson was out, you know. But can you believe that interception? I mean, seriously. I, I liked it. I mean, I I like Texas. I think the Texans are, are going to be. Uh, I think the Texans are. They, they've got a good team going on down there. But it it made me smile. You know, they did that for Al Davis. They did. He was like, "Come on, win, man!" And and they did it for Al Davis. I believe. I I think that. I think they did it for Al Davis, and it was nice. 
I mean, Al Davis was, I'll, I'll be honest, Al Davis was not one of my favorite personalities in, in football, but obviously it's sad when somebody dies and the team band together and did it for him, and, and that's nice. You know, that's nice. Yeah, I saw that game and I said, you know what, I, I, if I was a betting man, I would say the Raiders are going to win. The reason why is God is looking above, and Al Davis, who walked into life at 82, was the Raiders. With everybody who the Raiders knew. I was at a Raiders game, thank God. I never got to meet Al Davis, but I know people that have met him. He's not a bad guy. If you know guys, he's from Brockton, man. He's good friends with uh, Kraft. He's Kraft's been going through a lot, lots of his life. And that's a friend of his and Al Davis. And, uh, you know, Al Davis will always be remembered. And um, that's what we're going to do. You know, this is, this is, this is a uh, this is a show based out of California. Um, but uh, we're going to hear a little Al Davis tribute, and then we're going to be back after these messages and we're going to get right into uh got dolphins over jets i got raiders for life um we're going to get right into um talk about i'll talk a little hockey if you want to hear it i really want to get into dolphins so i'm hoping we're going to get the dolphins car jeremy you're listening to the show i know 714-694-4150 and uh, i want you to stay on what's score the bruins game right now barry it's uh zero zero they're still in the intermission Nice. And so can I score a rough play? I can can I score a puck. Is Horton back? Is Nathan Horton back? Yeah, Horton's back. Uh Krejci's out with a knee injury. He'll be out for a dick game or two. So okay. they moved uh Sagan up to uh Krejci's line. Okay. I want you to stay on with me. We'll be back after these questions. We're gonna hear a little rest in peace out Davis, okay? Okay. Thank you. This is Brian with Soul Kitchen Radio. Caller 714-694-4150. we got an hour left. We can get into the NBA strike, which I don't really care about. I'd rather watch um, LFO women scatter ladies than watch the NBA and a bunch of crybabies. Uh, we'll get into football. We'll get into fantasy football. I'm pretty much dominating. I do the women's but I might need some help with some callers. And we'll talk about my golf. I see a lot of changes. I see this team not sucking in for luck. Maybe surprising us all. We'll come back with a couple of surprise guests, possibly, and we'll be back. Again, 714-694-4150. Al Davis, I know you're looking above. I love you, guy. Love you. Rest in peace, Al. This goes to you, buddy. Fame owner of the Oakland Raiders, Al Davis, has died. The outspoken and often controversial Davis was well known for his willingness to buck the establishment and help turn the NFL into the most successful sports league in American history. And for many years, his team was at the forefront. The Raiders won three Super Bowls during the 70s and 80s, and he dubbed the silver and black the team of the decades. He was also famous for filling his roster with cast-offs and troublemakers, who turned into trouble for opponents. He joined the team in 1963 as the youngest head coach slash general manager in league history and later bought the team outright. Davis also served as the commissioner of the AFL and helped merge the league into the NFL. Still, he was at constant battle with league officials and filed numerous lawsuits to both move his team briefly to Los Angeles and then back to Oakland. However, near the end of his life, Davis professed great admiration for what he helped create. Al Davis was 82 years old. 
Jim Bell, the Associated Press. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players. You have a great organization, and you tell them one thing. Just win, baby. The enshrinement is a reflection of a life's work, a reflection of a love affair with the greatest game the world has ever known. But this honor is a testament to a great organization and to all the capable people who have poured their talent, enthusiasm, loyalty into the greatness of the Raiders and the Raiders legend in the state. build the finest organization in professional sports. I uh, wanted to have the greatest players. I wanted to have the greatest coaches. I wanted to play in the greatest games. I wanted to win more than anyone else. You know, when you look back at the years of glory of the Oakland Raiders, but this was our finest hour. This was the finest hour in the history of the Oakland Raiders. The Tom Flores, the coaches, and the great athletes, you were magnificent out there today. I'm not sure that's going to win Super Bowls, and that's the whole idea of this thing. I still think that power football, the vertical game, the long bomb, the big strike, not the quick strike, as Bill Walsh talks, I'm talking about the big strike. The 90s again, black coaches, your pioneer, Archell, the first black coach of the modern era. Will we see more black coaches in the 90s? Do you think owners are ready? Well, that's a tough question. First of all, in my field of dreams as a young man, I was going to build the finest organization in professional sports. And over the last three decades, the Raiders have done better than anyone else in professional sports. Tradition, history, winning great players. Art Shell played in all three decades for the Raiders, the 60s, 70s, and 80s. He played when we played in all the years of Super Bowls and been a great player for 15 years an assistant coach for eight years, and a great Raider. I didn't pick Art Shell because he was black or white. I don't believe in grouping people. I picked Art Shell because he's a Raider. He was a great contributor to our organization, and he's the guy we want to take us in in the 90s because we still think the 90s is open for anybody to dominate, and we certainly aren't going to concede it to anyone. All right, well, he's a pirate. Blustering in from sea, with a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering voicelessly. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Wait a nation! Let's go! Let's go! Wait a nation! Let's go! Let's go! Wait a nation!
you know what? When just win, baby. Just win, baby. And we're going to get right into what I want to talk about. This is a little play from my boy, Cole. We played this song a little bit earlier, but uh, we got a lot of Dolphins people listening. I'm going to play this song right now. This will get the girls' panties dropping and the Dolphins fans hopefully dominating because the Dolphins are going to come out and play an eight-game Monday night football, guys. Monday night football. Matt Moore at quarterback. I mean, me being a Vince fan, I can't be more excited than possibly knowing that we might get into other more stuff. Or it's going to step it up. But here we go. Dolphins over the chest. Y'all already know what it is. We're going up to New York. Family is 
Jets right quick and doing what we do. Big shout out to the Dolphins Bandits, Keen Addicts, the whole Dolphins Nation. Let them know we still here. Yeah. Finish this season strong. We yeah. We are back on Soul Kitchen Radio again. That was our intro song. That's my boy, Solo Copeland. Let's shout out to Eric Ross. He has an amazing thing going on. What he's got going on. He's got t-shirts, guys. T-shirts, jerseys. You can have names of your dog. You can have names of your wife. You can have your girlfriend with a picture of her in a nice dolphin shirt. Maybe showing her boobs. Listen, this is a setting in Shiloh. I can say anything I want. You don't like what you hear? Just don't listen. You guys want to wear a shirt or a jersey? I got the week coming, and I talk about wearing them in Kansas City. Go to www.yimports.com. You're gonna get an amazing deal. Why go out to the store and get ripped off by these people that are salespeople? Order from my boy Eric Ross. I'm telling you, he delivers. He brings it. Style Dolphins fan. He thinks Dolphins are going nine and seven. We're gonna get right now into Dolphins talk. We got callers on the line. We, we're going to spread it a roll here, guys. We're going, to, we're going to open it up right now. This is it. We got uh, Jeremy. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Soul Kitchen Radio. Thanks for the invite to the uh, Dolphins Club to Tony. I'm going to try to be there if I get off of work. I'm pumped up by Paul I know you're excited about him being there. And uh, Dolphins over the Jets. Um, that's the main talk we're going to talk right now. Who's excited about the Dolphins playing the ball? Monday Night Football. Mark Smith with Matt Moore. Can you hear me? I think we lost. Yeah, what's going on, Brian? What's going on? What's going on? How are you, Jeremy? Uh, All right. We got my boy Camacho on. You you definitely sent me that song. Hopefully, we'll get everybody at the bar pumping up and down, and uh, maybe we'll get us our first win. Um, You know, my boy Solo plays music all the time. And, you know, we're all diehard Dolphins fans. We want to see a Super Bowl in our lifetime. You know what? We're 0-4 right now. Does it suck? Yeah. Should we suck at bringing you up? I was saying, yes, we should. But you know what? This is Matt Moore's case. Matt Moore's going to take over the leadership role. Hopefully, Matt Moore and Brandon Marshall can work together. And Brandon Marshall going to stop dropping passes. We got one of the best players. He plays fantasy football. Daniel Thomas can catch out of the back. Maybe Reggie Bush is going to stop worrying about people watching and focus on playing the game, and maybe they're going to use it in a different picture. Maybe Brock is going to go off. Maybe Fasano is going to go off. The defense has to step up from Bonte to Nolan Carroll. They're You know, being a diehard Dolphins fan, this is a game that I think you win. I don't think the Jets are that good. I think they got a horrible quarterback in Marcus. If they don't run the ball, they really use it. They cannot get the football down. Rex Ryan on so much smack. Oh, we're going to the Super Bowl. You're not going to go to the Super Bowl. You were there years in a row. Probably might lose your job. But let's get into it. I feel Dolphins are a different team with Chad Henning on the sideline. I think if Chad Henning was still playing, he might have a shot for AJ Block. But I think Matt Moore might change things around. And you being a diehard Dolphins fan and you starting the club, I want to get your opinion on this. Do you feel the Dolphins should suck it for luck? Or they should step up against the Jets, then play Denver, Tim Tebow Day when the Gators are honored in Miami, and then play the Giants, and then play Kansas City, all winnable games, and try to get themselves back to relevant. 
and try to make the playoffs and see if they can get to the Super Bowl. I mean, we're all in four. We're going to <laughs> one game. That's Maybe. not happening. Huh? Yeah, They're not going to the Super Bowl, man. They'll be at the Super Bowl for $2,600 a ticket, but they're not going to be playing in the Super Bowl. Hey, I mean. Uh, wait, wait. Are you doing a concert? Are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. Okay. Jeremy, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, man. Okay, you being a dire dog. I tell you what, man. Uh, Dolphins. I think they're going to actually pull it out on Monday night for one reason. We got Chad Henning now on injury. It's time for a new quarterback to come in and try to do something for the Miami Dolphins offense. Our defense is unbelievable. You know, our defense is pretty strong. Um, hopefully, Matt Moore does, does come out for the Miami Dolphins. And the Jets, Jets are looking like crap, for one. Uh, Sanchez is looking scared. So, I, I'm hoping I know that we will come out with a win on Monday, Monday night football. You know, one thing I one thing I love about that matchup is that everybody knows the the best game in the world, the best Monday night game in history was oh. the Dolphins and the Jets. And, oh, yeah. oh, man. And, and I and I swear every time every time that conference plays against each other, excluding the Bills, you know, the Bills are just now becoming relevant in that conference. But ex- excluding the Bills when the when the Jets play the Patriots, when the Dolphins play the Patriots, when they play each other, the Dolphins and Jets is always like a great. You never know who's gonna win that game. It's like, like those guys are just like up in the air every time, and and that's why I'm so excited about about watching that game. Well, I'm excited also too because Jets and Dolphins. That's the heat of rivalry. Everybody watches that game. You know, it's. I mean, that's like it's like that. a Kansas City. Like a Kansas City Oakland game, you know, or or Denver and Oakland, you know, any any inner inner conference rivalry is just so much fun to watch. It's better to watch it like a like a Raiders uh, Raiders Eagles game, you know. That doesn't really mean that they play maybe every four years or something, but but uh, that that inter, that inner conference rivalry is just awesome, and especially on Monday night. It's, out there on the East Coast, it's damn near they air, the the place is sealed up. No matter if it's in New York or if it's in Miami, and, and you think about it out here, it's out here. I think about it. I go, damn, it's one o'clock in the morning, and they're still going off out there, like it's fucking six o'clock in the afternoon. So I I love it. Football fans are the best fans ever. They are. And, you know, this is – I know what game you're talking about. I was at Champs watching the game, and one for two bucks doing karaoke was with some girls in camp. It's a long time ago. That's how old we get. But uh, when they did – when that, that game, when Buck faked the punt and the Dolphins – I take the touchdown, and the Dolphins won that game. Dan Marino was quarterback. But this is a must-win for the Dolphins. I mean, this is, this is seriously, you know, a game that they need to win. I suck it for Andrew well, Luck. Is Andrew Luck again? I can sit on my intro. I don't know if he's going to be a star. He might die, and that someone might shoot him in Stanford. We just don't know what's going to happen. Matt Moore is playing for his life. He's playing for his career. This is Matt Moore's chance to show maybe he's the quarterback that can take the Dan Marino route. Wouldn't that be an amazing story? 
Chad Henney gets hurt, and Matt Moore goes out. Matt Moore takes the team to the Super Bowl, you know? Wouldn't that be amazing? Well, of course, it's going to be a must win because we have to win this game in my uh, in a Monday night football because we're going to go against the Denver Broncos with Tim Tebow. And granted, yes, he's a Florida Gator. I'm a Florida Gator. I'm a Tim Tebow fan. But when he comes into my house, it's going to be Miami Dolphins all the way. But we have to definitely have to win the Jets game because if we don't win the Jets game, you know, <laughs> it's going to be the same season every year that Miami Dolphins are. It's like we start out 0-4, 0-5. And look what happened that one season. We went 0-16. We came back to go to the playoffs. You know, what happened to the spots there? It's like, I don't know, maybe it's the coach, you know, a quarterback. Look at this uh, NFL draft we had this past time, NFL draft. When they were no. in the NFL draft, I thought they were going to get the running back or a quarterback. Okay. Okay. And I'll tell you what, one thing about this Monday night football game is, is I'm, I'm real skeptical and scared as a fantasy football player for this Monday night game because I swear, I, I'm, in my mind, I close my eyes, I see a, a six to nine game. It's. <laughs> It's, it's, it's not going to be a shootout. It's going to be a defensive game. The score is going to be like six to nine, and it's going to be it's like going to be a high scoring game. I hope so. I think it's going mean, to be a high scoring game because it's, it's always a high scoring game. Monday night yes. going. I got I got Joe McMonday night going, and I and I'm going for him to run <clears throat> some kickoffs back so I could beat the shit out of Brian Kaiserman. I, I, well, that's that's not gonna. That's see, there you go talking smack. I got Brandon Marshall starting my ESPN league, and uh, I picked Matt Moore up to start in my fantasy NFL league to go possibly three and three. I'm gonna have to go with Matt Moore because Castle's Castle's on a bye. But um, you know, yeah, you look at Matt Moore's uh, his his career stat. Um, is this like maybe his third start of his whole career? How many times has Matt Moore ever started? Uh, he played. He was, he played he was a. He was a backup, a backup in Carolina for like years. I think I think he might have started a couple games out there, but he was never the starter there. Or am I wrong? You are wrong, Camacho, and that's why okay. you're, you're going to be wrong in fantasy football. When I'm not going to talk about it when I when I do do damage, maybe I win, maybe I don't, but uh, I'm due for a win. Um, I am undefeated. The good thing, is, the good thing is that it's a get back because I beat the shit out of you in the ESPN league, so it's a you get did. back. It's a get back game. A shout you out did. to uh, One Love nineteen fourteen, my friend brother Earl. He finally called me and he was like, "I'm coming back from an old five. So he's okay. a Buffalo Bills fan. He was gonna he was gonna call in and talk shit to you guys, you Dolphins fans. Don't call. But shout out don't to him. Call. Please don't call us. Earl, call in seven one four six nine four forty one fifty. Give these Dolphins fans some shit. Hey, Buffalo, Buffalo is playing good. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say right yeah, now. Buffalo, Buffalo came out pretty good. They're, they're playing good football. I have to yeah, with, uh, Buffalo. They're coming out. Answer in Miami. You know, if, if we can't get Andrew Luck, Fitzpatrick's a free agent. Carson Palmer possibly could be brought back. We don't need Kyle Orton. I know you like Kyle Orton, Jeremy. Tebow's better than. Oh, uh, I want Kyle Orton. The reason why I want Kyle Orton in Miami because of uh, Brandon Marshall. You know how he was with Denver. Denver, is in Denver. Kyle Orton and Brandon Marshall hooked up like you would not believe. They're like best friends. That's why I wanted Miami to have Kyle Orton, but you see the results. He's still in Denver. I think. I think. Yep. T- I think Tim Tebow could be a possible somebody in Miami because there's a couple of reasons why I think Tim Tebow could possibly be there. 
is uh, he's from Florida. He has an amazing fan base. He's bringing a lot of fans to the stadium. I think they start selling out games. He's exciting. He's going to be in the game. I mean, he's San Diego Chargers, he brought them back. Is he a stud quarterback? Absolutely not. But if Denver keeps on, if they really want Andrew Luck, let him get Andrew Luck. I always, I always a Stanford alumni. We pick up a, maybe a good starter. Maybe Matt Morris the answer and bring people as a backup. You can put him at fullback. You can put him at receiver. You can even line him up. <clears> He's <throat> that. On the subject of Tim Tebow, um, <laughs> I actually uh, met Tim Tebow's sister, and I had asked him, I said, hey, listen, I said, why, why did not Tim Tebow come to Miami Dolphins? Well, the situation is he had to go to Denver because he was afraid he wasn't going to get drafted in the NFL. So that was the reason why, you know, Granted, yeah, I love to have some people in Miami. I love them stay in Florida because he's a Gator. I'm a Gator fan, of course, but I'd rather have a Gator quarterback. But come to see, come to find out, he's in Denver. So now he's doing real well in Denver. He's going to be starting quarterback. Give us Kyle Orton. <laughs> if you don't want him, give it to us. We'll take him. You know, well, that's the reason why we want him is because of Brandon Marshall. That's true. I've met Tim Tebow's sister, too. She's a very nice lady. The whole family's a great, great person. Yeah, yeah. You know. And to all those Tim Tebow haters, I'm going to tell you something right now. Everybody's been hearing this for the past two years, that Tim Tebow ain't going to be a good quarterback. Tim Tebow ain't going to do this in the NFL. He ain't like he is in Florida. Well, let me tell you something. Give the man a chance. Quit criticizing the guy because he's not even playing football yet. He's not even just starting in the NFL. Now he's going to get his first start. I guarantee you he's going to be an awesome quarterback in the NFL because he's got that chance to start next week against us, of course. But I want my team to win. I love to be able to start as a quarterback because give the man a chance. Look what he did for the Gators. Do you remember when when he was in the Gators, when he won the national championship, when he lost that one game, he went on that uh, press conference and says, to this day now, I will not lose any more games. Yep. And he that didn't. He took it to the national championship and won it. They beat Oklahoma, they beat Oklahoma, and they beat, um, God, who else did they beat in the national title? God, who was it? Help me out. Who did they beat? I remember, uh, the year that he, he, he said that he was going to lose any more games? They beat who that year? God, why am I forgetting? Um, well, hey. Who did they beat that year? I can't even remember. I can't even But, um, yeah, I like what you say. I want to get in this Chad Henning talk. A lot of people don't like me because I don't like Chad Henning. Listen, Chad Henning is the beginning of the draft that he's the best draft, best quarterback out there. Chad Henning does not have the mobility. The Dolphins are a better team without him. They have their best wide receiver in Brandon Marshall. Maybe now I'm going to start dominating in fantasy because Brandon Marshall, I know for a fact, does not like Chad Henning. He didn't like him last year. Of course. Of course not. <laughs> and he doesn't want to catch balls. So maybe it's going to be a – that's why I think it's going to be a different game. Brandon Marshall is going to play really well. I think Daniel Thomas is going to be healthy. I don't know why. I kind of feel Reggie Bush might not be a bad flex play. He might not even do bad. I don't know why. It's just really – I, have some weird I think if Reggie Bush got the ball more, he will show out, show out for the Miami Dolphins. But he's not getting the ball more because they're doing these little short passes, you know, this and that. But you got, if we we got this guy from uh, Saints, give him the ball, give him for what he paid for. You know, it, you don't see too much of Reggie Bush running. You see Chad Henry passing the ball here and there or or doing whatever. They're not giving these players a chance. It's gonna be you know to me, Reggie Bush is never. Uh, Reggie Bush is, was never a uh, uh, stick your head, slam your slam your butt. What, 
what, what am I trying to say? Reggie Bush was never a uh, star running back. He's just a yeah. He, he's never a, a slam slam downfield. He's not a downfield fucking put your nose into it running back. He's a he's a ballet dancer when he's when he's running the ball, and his best use is is going out in that flat catching yeah. the ball as a as a check down back and getting the ball because once he gets the ball he's dangerous because he can make yards he could he could dance ballerina all around all oh, the, all the defenders and that's what he's used for he's not a smash mouth he's not a smash mouth running back so I think that's what Miami's going to use Daniel Thomas for and everybody's talking everybody's high on Daniel Thomas and they think he's going to be he's going to have an awesome game on Monday I think he was I think he's he's going to probably score one touchdown maybe have like uh... 50 yards out of the back. He's 264, 235. He can line up as a wildcat. He played a little quarterback at Kansas State. Um, you know, Dolphins have a lot of talent. I mean, they do. They just don't have the coaching staff. And that's what I want to get into. Just like, you know. I don't mean to interrupt you, Brian, but I agree with you. Miami has so much talent. Look, look, look what happened when Dan Marino was in. Dan Marino was a quarterback. Dan Marino was the best quarterback. But we didn't have the offense. You had the wide receivers. The team that we have now, if we have a damn Reno as a quarterback, we will go somewhere. Because now we have talent on the wide receivers, the running backs. You got your defense. You know, <laughs> Miami needs a quarterback. They're playing simple. If Matt Moore comes in on Monday night and plays the hell of a game of his life, they're going to forget about Ted Henney. And yeah. thank Rick for Ted Henney. Get rid of his ass. I don't care. God, I know. You know. Thank you. Someone agrees with me because everybody kills me with Chad Henney. I agree. Everybody, everybody hates Chad I've talked to former quarterbacks. I've talked to former players. Sean Wooded, all these players. Chad Henney is not the answer. And Glenn Nagy, you call my show right now. 714-694-4150. Chad Henney, if you're on right now and you're listening somehow, call the show. Bro, I'll blow you up. You're done. You're done in Miami. Your shoulder went out for a reason. Maybe, you know, Revolves around Miami. He's a free agent. He's gone. He'll probably go to the Colts or maybe the Raiders as a backup. Um, the Raiders today acquired uh, Aaron Curry, fourth round, fourth round draft pick from uh, Seattle. I mean, he was the fourth pick in the draft. Wait a minute. Uh, you know, you know what's going to be awesome this week? I just thought about it. Terrell Pryor will be playing this week. Right. I'm not sure what position he's going to be playing, but he'll be playing. That's <laughs> going to be that's going to be great. His suspension is over. Um, they're probably going to use him as a flex, maybe a running back, maybe come in as a wildcat for Jason Campbell. Wow, I didn't even think about that. Do you go out and pick him up on fantasy right now? Well, maybe and maybe he'll be uh, valuable in like two weeks. Put him on my watch list. Yeah. Do you play fantasy, uh, Jeremy? I'm, I'm sorry? Do you play fantasy football? Oh uh, no, I don't. Oh, we do. A, we do a fantasy show. But, but on the Chad Henning thing again, um, when I'm at the bar doing my fan club, the Dolphin fan club, it's like every time Chad Henning screws up or fucks up, man. I tell you, everybody at the bar is like, "What the hell? We still have Chad Henning as a quarterback? Oh, I know. Why can't we draft a quarterback in the draft? Why has it got to be a defense? Why has it got to be a running back? We need a quarterback. You know, it, it's ridiculous. You know, we have Chad Henning. I'm glad he got injured. I'm he's glad he's out. Give he's us a you know, it almost he's seems like out. it almost seems like, uh, I, I, and I'm kind of I'm kind of throwing a conspiracy theory at this, but it almost seems like they wanted him to go out, and they don't want to just pull him and sit him on a bench. 
to save faith. They kind of did the same thing with Rich Gannon back in the days when uh, when he started getting washed up. They 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 faked the injury and said, okay, Rich Gannon hurt his shoulder. Now Terry Collins has to come in and play. So I'm almost thinking conspiracy theory with uh, with uh, Chad Henney, so they don't just so they can save face and say he got hurt, write up some doctor's excuse, and then put in the next guy. What do you guys think about that? Or do you think he's really hurt? Uh, I uh, I think he's hurt. I I really do. I think he's hurt. Uh, he may be faking. He may be not. Who knows? Because there's a lot of pressure on him. Look, look at uh, look at uh, preseason the practices. When yep. uh, they're in Miami and they're chatting Orton, you know, it's, if I was an NFL quarterback and I'm, I've been playing, I've been with Miami for a while, and they're chatting another football or another uh, quarterback, I'd be like, what the hell, you know? It's a lot of pressure. Maybe, maybe there's a lot of pressure. He's gonna take it. It's probably be glad he's injured, you know. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But, I kind of, I kind of can agree with you. I mean, I think Shaheen's the baby. Like, again, I, I said it earlier, he said he's the best quarterback in the draft. Chad Henney never won a Michigan. He lost to Appalachian State, guys. That's just saying, look, look, look what college team he came from. Who <laughs> explains it all, Michigan? Michigan. He never won there either. I mean, you all right? Come on, sir. You had a heart attack again? <laughs> I mean, Teddy did work, bro. heart attack. They're not attack in a week. God. Um, <laughs> but let me tell you something. Do you think the Dolphins should get John Gruden? Who do you think to hire as the coach? Are you? I'm not a Tony Sperano fan either. But. And yeah. if the Jets, if the Jets do beat us, he will be fired. I got a good source saying that he'll be fired. Oh, yeah, of course. If we lose against the Jets, I think he'll probably be gone. Yeah, he'll be gone. <laughs> I already told you yeah. who I'm going for. For coach, I'm going for uh, uh, Rob Ryan. No, Miami. I don't want him. No. <laughs> Rob Ryan. That way, every year they'll have the Ryan brothers two times a year. That'll be <laughs> awesome. That'll be awesome. <laughs> I hate Rex Ryan. Why would I want his brother to be a coach of the Miami <laughs> Dolphins? Yeah, Rex Ryan is an overrated person. I hate when he does that HBO thing. Yeah. He's just uh, uh, uh whatever. <laughs> Well, I don't know, but I think him, him and Dolphins. Rob, they would do they would do it just to sell tickets. You know, yeah, we am sure. case about Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan said the Dolphins Jets are going to go to the Super Bowl. They might not even make the playoffs. He might even be better than them. They might be stuck in the rock. The Jets and the Jets, Rex Ryan, if he doesn't get his shit together, he will be gone. He's too much of a big mouth. He hasn't really won anything. He's got him to the AFC Championship twice. But And people tell me that Haynes is a better quarterback than Sanchez. Listen, I hate the Jets with all my passion. Sanchez has got him there for two years in a row. He won't probably get him there at third because what's happening about Sanchez is people are starting to figure him out. That's why they had to start running the ball, and that's what they're going to do. They're going to run the ball with Sean Green. They're going to run the ball with Tomlinson. They're going to bring Joe McKnight in there. They got rid of Mason, Derek Mason. They traded him away. They got a good wide receiver in Kenny. Jets played pretty good against the Patriots, but the Jets, Jets are in a must-win. If they lose this game, season could be done. We're in a... You know my favorite part of Mark Sanchez is? His grandmother. She's crazy, bro. We got a chance to meet her at the Raider game, and, and she's 95 years old, and she's spunky, and she's awesome. We, You know, it, it's awesome meeting... We met Mark Sanchez's mom and his grandma and and gave his nephews, like, some Raider memorabilia. 
It was great. <laughs> yeah, I, I you know I've spoke to Sanchez a couple of times. He's not a bad person, man. He's just just uh, he's just he's just not a quarterback, you know. Chad Henney's not a quarterback, and and I you know, and this is what I would say to myself is, when are the Dolphins going to win the Super Bowl? What's it going to take? Okay, if we lose against the Jets, I think we need to lose the rest of the games. Do we need to get Andrew Luck? Because if we do, I will go to my first NFL draft and I will be there to interview Andrew Luck because Andrew Luck is going to be, they're, they're going to give him, he's going to be the best. They're saying that he could be better than Dan Marino, John Elway. But see, I don't know. There's just, there's a lot of pressure on this kid, too. You know what I mean? He might break his leg or fall down and get in a car accident. None of us know what's going to happen. But the Dolphins. Wait a minute. Hold on, hold on. Breaking news right here. The new member to the Soul Kitchen Radio uh, show. Right here. Say what's up, Brian. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Who's this? It's Brian. This is. He, he named his team after me, and he says he's going to come from one to four and beat us all. Is he? Is he? Is he at your house? No, we're at work. Oh, you guys are at work. Okay, okay. So, so Brian, you you uh, took over what name? Steve. You won the championship two years in a row. I see all the moves you made. You're, you're talking to the, one of the best players in the league, five and zero. And I'm going against Camacho this week. Uh, I mean, I hope to be six and zero. Um, okay. You know, I see a lot of the moves you're making. I'm watching you. You know, oh, I don't know if I one break. One break. One of those running backs sat out. I'm all right. <laughs> I mean, you know, you being a fantasy guru, uh, what do you think about Tim Tebow? You think he's going to be – everybody's picking him up on every wave. I only picked him up in one of my leagues. But a lot of people – like, If I was in fantasy football, I'd pick up Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow. I'm sorry, Tim Tebow. I would pick him up. In a hard Yeah, fantasy guy, Tim Tebow is uh, – He's one of the top quarterbacks, like Cam Newton. So he throws for a little bit less yards, but he runs. He's got good feet. Yeah, I mean Cam, Cam Newton is uh, going to get you twenty to twenty-five points. He's going to run for touchdowns. He's just an athlete, you know. And you know Camacho got lucky in the ESPN league and picked him up. I mean, I'm pretty set at quarterback, but Drew Brees went down to have Tim Tebow as a backup or have Matthew Stafford as a backup. It's not. It's not a it's not a bad situation, but uh, um, who's your football team? I'm a I'm a Raider fan. You're a Raider fan too. You know, I yeah. Raiders Dolphins play each other this year, but they'll be in Miami, unfortunately. I was out at the game last year. I mean, we uh, you guys have a really good shot this year. You picked up Baron Curry today because um, what's his name? Started, uh, yeah. <laughs> A very interesting pick from Wake Forest. Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens with Brian. I'm gonna I'm gonna get up out of here. Try to finish this finish this work, and I'll holler at you later, man. Thanks for calling, man. It's it's uh, you got to look up Eric Ross's jerseys. Anybody in these jerseys, like I said, he's got great things. You got you, you got him on Facebook now, Jeremy. You need a jersey, my boy. Has plenty of cool shirts. Um. Hey, man, I also sell jerseys also, brother. Do what? I, I sell jerseys, too. I'm in the jersey business also, sir. Oh, you're in the, you're in the jersey. Is that what you do, too? You sell jerseys? You sell Dolphins jerseys? Yep. I got all NFL team jerseys, authentic jerseys I sell. Okay. That's what I, that's what I do with my raffles at Dolphin Fan Club. 
I do all oh, the dirty. So you okay? Do you uh, do you do you do shirts too? Like who's this guy does shirts too? My boy Eric does. Uh, no, I just I just do the jerseys. Okay. I have uh, I have uh, a a guy I go through, and uh, I give him at a good price. So, <clears throat> but uh, nice. Yeah, I got anything that anybody wants, I can get. Um, if you come to the game on Monday, I can give you my business card and everything else. And I can get you set up on the website. Yeah, dude, I'm definitely, I'm de- like I said, I'm definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna try to be there. Um, how many people do you expect being there? I mean, you can mention it on the radio. Well, also too, also too, you already know that uh, I'm gonna have uh, Charles Grant there on Monday night. Okay. I usually used to be the uh, uh, DE for the Miami Dolphins, and uh, I actually met him last Friday. That that boy's a monster. He's six three, two hundred eighty pounds. Unfortunately, he has some issues, so, but uh, he's going to be there Monday night uh, doing autographs for the fan club, the Dolphin fan club, for all the fans that are Dolphins. He's going to be there doing autographs, and we'll be watching the game with them while we uh, rip some ass on the Jets. How many How many people do you expect to be in there? Uh, it's probably going to be about 50 people because uh, everybody knows that uh, he's going to be there, so I've been I've been on the Internet all day. I've been on going on to the, all these Dolphin sites and everything, and uh, people... Say a word of mouth. Most people all the Dolphin knows, and they're gonna bring their friends, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. I got a guy that I know. He's uh, he works on 680s a fan here in Atlanta, so he's gonna be there. Nice. Right. No, that's 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 awesome, man. Hopefully, we can, hopefully we can win our uh, first game. Uh, all different ages too. I saw a lot of kids from all fucking different ages people, and and that's you know that's maybe this is maybe this is the start of a something big with the Dolphins. Uh, Anybody wants anybody's going to Dolphins game in uh, Kansas City, uh, let me know. Um, you can call me, call my radio, give me let me know about tickets. I'll be there. Uh be there November fifth, November November sixth, we play Kansas City, bunch of a bunch of Dolphins fans. But anybody in Kansas City has any tickets wanna give donate free tickets. Listen, I'll interview a couple of players, I'll bring in, it's gonna be good. Hopefully I'm gonna get some uh, good feed back with a couple of the guys. I'm working on some, some press passes on the field, uh, and I'll be wearing my crazy shirt that Eric Ross is going to have. It's going to be awesome with my designs, and, you know, um, it's going to be awesome. And my picture on it in Dolphins uniform, so it's going to be very eye-catching. Anybody that's looking to have a good time and lives in the Georgia area, check out Tony off of uh, Roswell Road. Is that where it is, Sing Springs? I'm sorry? Where is it at? Oh, Sing Springs, right? Roswell? Roswell? No, 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 no. Uh, Tony, Tony Sports Bar and Grill is off Roswell Road in Roswell. Yeah, in Roswell. Okay. That's, that's yeah. the place. If you're, you're diehard Dolphins fans, I'm sure they have to drink specials. They have good food specials. Got diehard Dolphins people. Got Jeremy there. Going to be, you know, be leading the group. Good bunch of people. Diehard Dolphins fans, all ages, probably young, old, old people. That's just the way it is. Right? Dolphins fans do unite. Everywhere you go, you see Dolphins fans. Wish we could get them in the stadium in Florida, but uh, this is our year, guys. I, I, I truly believe that uh, we're talking about sucking it for Andrew Luck. We're talking about Andre Day Jones. We're talking about all these players. Something in my mind, a little birdie that went off, but I'm pretty good. Like, I have like that kind of like the uh, psychic feeling that maybe the Dolphins corner run. Maybe ESPN, all the talk that they're saying, man, maybe this is all meant to be. Chad Haney going down. Matt Moore being the savior. I don't know if it's like, for example, but when Drew Russell went down, Tom Brady brought him to the Super Bowl. Is not more that type of quarterback. A lot of people say he's not, but he does have the speed. He has a better arm. He's better out of the mobile, out of Oregon State. Anybody wants to tell me that Chad Haney is the answer, 
Call my show right now. 714-694-4150. I'll call you out again. Glenn Nagy, you know, buddy, listen, you know, you have a love affair for Chad Henney. I mean, you know, if, you, if you're attracted to the guy, that, that's good, but the guy sucks. He's not going to win at the Super Bowl. He's going to be either Colts, Jacksonville. He's not the guy for the job. Everybody knows that. Miami fans know that. I just still can't believe that Dolphins fans uh, are absolutely, uh, you know, big into Chad Henney. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm stepping away a little, but uh, all right. So do you attend? Do you attend any games? When's the last Dolphins game you've been to? You've been on the road to see him play. I was in Oakland, and I was in Atlanta, and uh, yeah, I've seen him in Miami, with Marino, and then other times. But I try to attend at least one or two games a year, and if you know, if we really do suck, and uh, you know, get Andrew Luck, you know, I might attend more. Because I think this team's going to change. Please, you, know what? you know what? You know what? Good thing about the Miami Dolphins fans, no matter what our record is, we always go out and support our team at the bar. Yeah, we're, we the, the year that we were like 0-16. I'm talking. We had a lot of Dolphins fans still there rooting on our team. Yes, our season sucked that time, but it doesn't matter what record we have. All the Dolphins fans come out and they support the fan club, and we have all have a great time. We have great specials and all that, but we always support our team, no matter what our record is. And that's what I have to say with the Miami Dolphins, that, that those are true diehard fans. I mean, we want to win a Super Bowl. That's, that's, our, that's our main goal. But we also want to start to be relevant. We got to get, out, get rid of the bad, bad apples and start with a new team. You know, if for some reason we do lose this week, we're, we're done. We're done. We're 0-5 or 0-2 in our conference. There's no way. We win this week. The Jets go to two and three. No, Jets are what? They're two and three right now. They'll go two and four. We're one and four. We're still in this. We still got two games with Buffalo. We still got one game with New England. I'm not impressed with New England. They could be beat. You know, maybe Matt Moore could be the guy. Um, you know, Chad Henning has never delivered. He choked against the Lions. Everyone's calling him Dan Henning. Dan Henning this, Dan Henning this, Dan Henning this. It wasn't Dan Henning. Everyone's just, that loves Chad Henning. That's great. You can love a guy, but you tell me, how can you love a guy that goes one and seven at home and has been in the league for four years? Listen, the guy has a strong arm, but he does not have what it takes to be the Dolphins quarterback. But the Dolphins are missing right now is a leader, like a Carson Palmer, like an Andrew Luck, like a Lodry Jones, like a Tim Tebow, for example. You know, us not signing, getting Matt Ryan, not much of a mistake. Matt Ryan will never probably do anything in the land, and the Falcons are not anywhere close to where we're at. So that's a that's a moot point. But us passing on Drew Brees is an absolutely atrocious. We had Drew Brees right now with Daniel Thomas, Reggie Bush, Brandon Marshall, and a decent tight end. I mean, we'd be we'd be so good right now. Don't you agree? Drew Brees in Miami, God. Yeah, the injury. Oh, you know. But you know what this is? This is time. For Matt Moore to step up, he's going to be in the spotlight, guys. 8.30, Monday night football. Everybody and their mother, their grandmother, then you know, people from the nursing homes are watching. Is Miami going to get their first win? You know how media is going to be on Miami. Is this Tony Sperano's last game? Is Tony Sperano going to be fired? Is Jeff Ireland going to be fired? Is Matt Moore going to you know, be a bust? And all the Chad Henney lovers are going to go, oh, God, I wish Chad Henney was still the quarterback. You know, yeah, that's, that's the story. It's all the stories. Like with Chad Pendleton when he was the quarterback. <laughs> you know, it's, 
I just hope Matt Moore does not put his nerves when he gets in the game. I hope his nerves go away. I hope his nerves don't take control of him and doesn't do that well in the game. I just hope he goes in there strong, like nothing's wrong, and just play the game. Well, what I want to what I want to see the Dolphins do is I want to see them come out with a lot of fire in their eyes. They're, they're, they were, Chad Henning was never a leader and never expected to be a leader. I want to see Matt Moore get pumped up. Brandon Marshall and him fist pumping, done dancing. Marshall has the muscles. He can score touchdowns. I want to see Best be the best that we know. Clyde Gates to be the draft that guy to pick that we know. Daniel Thomas come out and be awesome. Reggie Bush come out and be a stud. Uh, maybe, you know who might surprise some people this week? We don't talk about him much. Slayton, the guy from, uh, we picked up from the Texans. I keep forgetting about him. He's Slayton, but he's a stud. And fantasy is a stud with Texans. He came out of West Virginia. He was supposed to be the real deal. You might see a lot of him in a couple of the games. I think Matt Moore, what they need to do is you run the ball to Thomas. You want to run, run, run. But you surprise the Jets and you show Matt Moore. Because Matt Moore has an arm. Matt Moore was good at Oregon State. Matt Moore was good at Dallas. Matt Moore took Carolina. I can't remember his record. Yeah, he, he sucked last year at Clark and beat him in this and that and all that. But Matt Moore has what it takes to be the quarterback. I think Matt Moore comes out of place. I think he shuts the Dolphins fans up for a week. I think the Dolphins go on a streak. And I, if they beat the Jets, I can't see him losing to the Broncos. I mean, yeah, Tim Tebow's good. He's going to do well. But Denver just doesn't have the team. I, you know, I don't see us losing to the Giants. And I see us even maybe knocking off Kansas City in there. So if you, get, you go back to being 4-4, four and four, you probably play the Eagles, which aren't that good. And I think we can beat Buffalo. So, you know what? Do you want to see the Dolphins? Do you want to see changes? Because, I mean, I sure do in a lot of ways. And I don't want Tony Sperano back. And I hate Ross. And I hate Ireland. And Ireland is the worst owner. And I don't want to go all over all the players that we could have and had. Because it's just, it's just, it's just in, a, it's just in a, a shambles. Or do you want to see this team win games, you know, get to the playoffs, or do you want to see this team not get a good draft pick and maybe get like a 25th pick and draft like a Kelvin, Kellen Moore from Boise State? Or, I mean, Russell Wilson's not a bad pickup. Or maybe even Griffin. You know, Griffin from Baylor might not be a bad quarterback. They're comparing him to the next newton. Do you, want, do you really want to see Andrew Luck in Miami? Do you think he's the answer? You with me? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, did you did you hear what I said? No, I didn't hear what you said. You were cutting out. Okay, I cut in and out. Okay. Um, basically, what I'd say to sum it up is, do you want to see the Dolphins be irrelevant again, win games, or do you want to see them get a high draft pick like an Andrew Block, a Laundry Jones, uh, Matt Barkley from USC, or do you want to see them just get a go nine and seven, ten and six, get a quarterback like a Kelvin Moore or a Griffin from Baylor, the guy is supposed to be like the, the next dude. Do you want to see the Dolphins get maybe the quarterback of the century in Andrew Luck? He changes this team around. He brings the leadership role. He gets the team playing together. He might be better than Dan Marino. He brings his first Super Bowl to Miami in, oh, my God, 41 years, 40 years. What do you think about that? Yeah. Well, I always want Miami Dolphins to do well, and I want them to have the season be turned around and, and try to make it in the playoffs. But – Yes, I, I agree. I, I want a, I want a, a superstar quarterback. I want a damn Marino quarterback. I want a, a damn a better than a damn Marino quarterback in Miami. But if Matt Moore can put out, you know, for Miami, let him turn the team around. And you know, when when the season's over, he'll be our main starter quarterback, and and let them go for a, a backup quarterback from um, 
the guy you were talking about from uh, was it Baylor? Yeah, like like a Griffin. Um, you know, yeah. They're, 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 he's, a, he's he's like a little bit down. Like we could probably draft him in the second round because we will draft a quarterback. He might be to bring a Carson Palmer. Might bring a Jimmy Clausen. Might possibly bring in a Tim Tebow. Might you know possibly re-regivet re- and go to get Kyle Orton. Uh, you know, might get a surprise quarterback out there like nobody like Matt Flynn from uh, you know Green Bay who could be the next Aaron Rodgers. That's what a lot of people say. You know, and 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 I would love to see Andrew Luck, and I, I think he's going to be a good quarterback, and I think the Colts will probably somehow get him. I just I just feel the Colts the way to the way they chose against the Chiefs and how their defense is, and I think we have too much talent to lose every single game. I just don't see us losing every single oh, game. Yeah, we have a lot of talent on our team. We do. And for as far as our our quarterback situation is, yes, I want ten people. I want ten people on our team. Yes, I want Kyle on our team. Well, here's why I want those two quarterbacks because I think those two quarterbacks would be good fitted for Miami, especially you got Kyle Orton and Brandon Marshall. Look, look what Brandon Marshall and Kyle Orton did in Denver. Unbelievable, you know. You know, I, Tim Tebow. Tim Tebow's fine getting his first start, of course, against us. But you know, I, I want him to, you know, start his NFL career. But in the same way, I want my Miami Dolphins to beat Denver, even though I'm a diehard, you know, Dolphin fan, and I'm also a diehard Gator fan, Tim Tebow fan, but my heart's for Miami, and I'm not going to root for Tim Tebow when they come into Miami and play us. You know, I want Miami to beat them. But as far as quarterback situations, yes, I would rather have one of those two quarterbacks become Miami. But, you know, you know, more likely they might be chanting in Miami uh, when when Denver comes in. We want Orton. You never know. <laughs> yeah, you didn't mind. You never know what the fans have you, Miami. Have you, have you ever been to uh, the Miami Dolphins team? The fans are just, I mean, we got the crazy Facebook people. We got the crazy uh, in the zone people. Yeah. I know 99% of those people. Usually 75% of them, I want to want to want to shoot them because uh, we argue all the time. I mean, a lot of them. Be yeah. Them and I have became good friends. Um, but I've never, you know, I've never been to a national Miami game in Miami, but I've been to the game where Miami came to Atlanta. I remember. I I will never ever forget this because. It was the Dolphin Fan Club. We all got a big party bus. It was all full of Dolphin fans on there. We went down to Atlanta Stadium to watch the Dolphins. And after we lost, we went back to the party. I ended up pouring my ACL on my knee playing football drunk. So I'll never forget that. Um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, that definitely I, – I, I, I was at that game. I was at that party. It was a really, really good party. But Miami Dolphins fans are – you know, they do – we do have one of the best sides and fan bases. Yeah, well, see, in Atlanta, when I went to the game, there was more Miami Dolphins fans than there was Falcon fans. And oh, yeah. Falcons so, fans. So, like I said, the Miami fans come out. They show their, their support for the team. Just like at my fan club, they come out no matter what record we have. We, we're there cheer. It feels like we're at the game. You know, I'm on the microphone. I we're singing the Dolphin song when we score a touchdown. We're we're doing everything, you know. We're doing a rap. We're doing all that. We're having a good time. So the fans come out and show. That's why Miami Dolphin fans are are awesome. <laughs> you know, you can't argue with that. Yeah, Miami Miami Dolphin fans are definitely the best. I mean, I, I will always be a Dolphin fan till the day I die. I hope we. I hope I see a Super Bowl in my lifetime. I, I feel Me too. Close. Before I die, I hope I see one too. <laughs> you know, and I, 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 getting back to it, there's rumors out of Miami that, you know, Tony Sprano will be fired. Uh, the next, the next question is, who do they bring in as coach? Uh, I think John Gruden comes in. Chad Henning's not the answer. He's a free agent. They'll let him go. 
be like the way Andrew Rock, Tim Tebow. He'll bring in somebody, but they, they need to get a GM and they need to get a get a quarterback coach that can win us the Super Bowl, you know. And um, you know, maybe Tony Sperano's going to win us the Super Bowl this year. Wouldn't that be amazing? See, this is what I'm thinking in my mind. I'm like, you know what? Anything can happen in life. It's just life. We just don't know. We're only over four. We still got 12 games left. It's kind of a lot of games, you know. Yeah, pretty much we're done. Everybody says that ESPN's calling us out, you know, CNN, everybody. You know, Jim, then this is what I get me upset. I mean, the Dolphins beat Jim Harbaugh, and this year they're four and one. Um, and uh, they're actually looking really well. But uh, Harbaugh wasn't brought in. Thanks, Jeremy, for calling the show. Send me a message on Facebook. I'll send you a link. Send me your email, and I'll send you that song for the Dolphins. Right. Appreciate it, Brian. I'm forward to you right now. I'm going to hopefully definitely be there on Monday. Um, is it really crowded, or I can get there about 9.30 or 10? Try to get off work early. Yeah, it's, the game will still be on, man. The game will still be on. It's about 8.30. Yeah, You'll probably get there about around halftime. Yeah, I'm, I might definitely try to, I might definitely try to get there at halftime. But uh, keep continuing talking to me on Facebook. Thanks for calling Soul Kitchen Radio, guys. Next week we'll be on the same time. Hopefully we'll have some great news. I'll have some great songs about the Dolphins. i have some news on the Red Sox hiring, the managing. I will hopefully kick Camacho's ass in fantasy football, and I'll be getting closer to Kansas City and closer to uh, possibly uh, my acting career where it can be taken into California. Thank you for calling Soul Kitchen Radio, everybody. Remember, where we tune in at 8 p.m. Now, guys, thanks for calling. Everybody, be a safe, safe week. We got football coming up, and, God, we are getting closer to Halloween. Thanks for calling Soul Kitchen Radio. Thanks, Jeremy, for being a, a guest on my show for the first time. I'll see you soon, buddy. Take care. All right, man. You're welcome. See you soon. Bye. Bye. And that's it, guys. We had no Dolphins. We had a good Dolphins car, and we played it. That's part of life, guys. So we'll keep you radio. Have a good one, guys. Peace out.
Hey, what's going on, babe? Can you hear me? Hello? Okay. 
the what? Okay. Oh, wow. Really cool. You been? Oh, man. You been there? You ready, you ready to just pay your hands and just pay our attention? That's it. I like the dance too. You know that. We dance, we move, we dance together, you know? For you around, was it back down? Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. What place? Oh, I hated that block. Um, oh, I didn't remember that. Where did I go? Oh, I don't oh back down. Where did that God, I'm looking at 15 days. I don't know if it's going to be honest. He's somewhat a dream, so I don't know if it's going to be honest. Okay. No. 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 
No, hell no. Clear. Everybody, when they have a book play, you're happy. 
I'm going to put it out. I'm going to get it taken care of. I'm going to get it taken care of. Just wait. Well, I'm going to do something like that. I don't know if I did it. I don't know. I'm going to take an hour and a half. Oh, 
Do his do his knowing is on? Great, great guy. 
Amazon gave me the car fire and 20 minutes away. And I had to buy this, you know, this lady wants $700 for a place. And I was saying to myself, yeah, that's a lot of money. That really is. You know, and it's not even my own private place. It's my private interest when I'm sharing with another real. So, there's a lot of money to start with myself. I'm trying to buy myself to share. You know, yeah. I'm saying that is a lot of money. Yeah, you can Find somebody like maybe has given up their place or house and you can go watch it for a month or two. That's important. You know? Internet is able. You know? Yep. That's what I need to buy. Okay, I can buy them. They can charge me $400. Watch their dog. You know? So, you know, it's Don't what? What they? Yeah, I wear about a large, large so I'm not. You no, know, I wear a lot. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not aware. Yeah, thirty-two, thirty. Yeah. And you wear a what shirt? Size two. I guess you can a shirt. Probably a new uh, a golf shirt. You know, okay. You gonna wear it? We can wear a Yeah, just we'll, we'll think about where we want to go to on Friday night. We'll think about where we want to go to dinner on Friday night. How about actually a passport for you? How about a party for you? Well, you gotta go Yeah, my dad is going there. No, you. Okay. Call, call me tomorrow. How good? Ten 
Now, excuse me. No more. Don't be tattling anymore. Here. 